Hello and welcome back to season two, episode 10 of Follow Real Home Podcast. I'm going to preface this by the fact that it's taken us 45 minutes to start this recording because we've had so many tech issues. So we're going to try out a new way of recording and that's gone out the window now. So we're back to Zoom and back to our 40 minute time limit. So hopefully we don't chat for too long today because we've already wasted four minutes and 24 seconds. So let's go Monaco Grand Prix review time Checo won woo no Max did not come in second I wrote my notes wrong Carlos came in second woo Max came in third woo Charles came in fourth woo sad woo um so rundown of the race we started late because it rained so much that the lights stopped working yep so they delayed it to try and fix it and to help the teams change their wheels, uh, wheels, tyres. Um, but then we started, we did the formation lap under the safety car, then we did the first lap of the race. Well, we did another formation lap, which then counts as a lap towards the race because everything after the first formation lap counts as laps. And then, so we watch it, let's go in, and then we red flag and we get sad. We feel like it's going to be spa again. We did think that. It was terrible. Um, but, you know, it stopped raining eventually. Or it got less rainy. And they went out went behind the safety car again for a rolling start because the grid was just too dangerous to set up on. Um, yep. Which is good. Charles was going along nicely, doing well. Track was drying out. All looked good. And then... Ferrari's pit stop strategy was just a mess. Poor Charles. Poor Charlie. He should have won. And he would have won had it not rained, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Or if Ferrari didn't F up the strategy. Shocking strategy. Uh, you can hear him shouting down the radio. I mean, at least he finished. Well, yeah. He finished, which is an improvement on the curse. Exactly. So, good that he finished. Sad that he didn't win. Yeah. Happy for Checo's win. Happy for Checo, but good one. sad for Charles. So, it's a bit bittersweet. Mm. Um, I also wrote the note, Gasly on the mad one. Yeah. What? Just zipping him out. There's so many overtakes from 17th to what do you think? 12th, 11th, I think. 11th because of the Ocon penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, stuff from Pierre this week. I quite enjoyed watching the bits that I saw because it got red flag and went off for so long that I had to leave before the end because I had to go sing because it's the Queen's 70th year on the throne. So, you know. It's the Platyjibs. Platy dupes. I had to sing a platy dupes service last weekend. Uh, because if you don't know, I sing. So that's what I was doing last weekend after when everyone else was watching Monaco, and that was sad. Um, my next note is just Charles Strice. Terrible. But I feel we've covered that. And then I've got Ocon versus Hamilton, five seconds ten, which yeah. he was not pleased about and said it's favoritism towards Lewis. Because his argument is he didn't cause it, he was ahead. Lewis well, 
big target, but I don't really know because I didn't see it. I've only seen like the little video. It all depends what angle you look at. Uh, because when they just showed it, it looked like Lewis's fault. And then when they showed it on board, it looked like Esty's fault. And then there was another angle and it looked like Lewis's fault. So me being me, I'm obviously going to say that it's Lewis's fault because we all know how I feel about Lewis. But I think both of them were to blame. Should they have just put it down as a racing incident then? I think it should have been a racing incident rather than Ocon getting a penalty. I feel sorry for him. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'll always feel sorry for him because I like him, but... That's because we run the fan club. Yeah. Fan club. I don't have mine today. I'm sorry. Mine is in the wash. Fucking behaviour. Um... I've also got Alex versus Blue Flags versus Charles. I think it was Charles. Who was behind Alex? It was, I think it was Charles. It was someone anyway. Yeah, because he was shown Blue Flags 17 times. And he ignored them all. And ignored them. And said it was just faster for them both because you lose two seconds when you overtake at Monaco. Which is true, but it's also... You're showing blue flags, you should respect. Yeah, you need to move in. And he didn't actually get in trouble for it. Which is surprising. Yeah, because we know other people got penalised for... Less. Less, yeah. We see it every week that someone will get penalised for less. Because surely that now sets a precedent for the entire season that you can just ignore blue flags then. Exactly. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I think the FIA just pick and choose what rules to, to enforce. I don't like this whole new two race director strategy situation that's going on. I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's any more consistent than it was last year. I think it actually might be less consistent than it was last year. Just bring back Michael Massey. Genuinely, there was only one major slip up. Exactly, but that went in favour. Of us anyway, because we didn't want Lewis. Well, I didn't want Lewis to win anyway. Um, so can't complain too much. But I don't know. I think the I'm going to do a deep dive into the FIA for one of the off weeks when there's no racing, and we can have a good chat about FIA. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. I mean, you might guys might not be interested in it, but I am. You guys mean? Yeah, yeah. we'll see. And then I've also got Mick versus the wall again. Poor Mick. He's having a hard time. I know. And Seb basically came out this week and said, stop giving him such a hard time. He's not. It's, it is what it is. But... Which is right. But at the same time, would we be giving him the same hard time if his last name wasn't Schumacher. Let's put it this way, if Joe Guan Yu would have written him off. I can't hear you again. Oh, you're joking me. Well, I can hear you now. Oh, I never heard the last last that last sentence. I said I, know, I, hear you. I said, can you hear me now? 
Mm-hmm. I said if it was Zhou Guan Yu, would have written him off by now. I mean, I've written Zhou Guan Yu off anyway. I don't. I know you have, but I haven't. He's just not performing for me. I think he's had some. I mean, he had issues with his car before Monaco, as mm-hmm. in he didn't. Get, he barely got to drive in three practices. I, I don't think Monaco was a strong race, but he won Monaco in F two last year. But if Valtteri's car is performing, then how is he not performing? No, Valtteri had issues too, and they fixed Valtteri's first. Valtteri had more track time before, and also Valtteri is a more experienced driver. I get that, but they're in the same car. I know. I know. I just say give him a bit more time because it's only what six. He's got until the half. It's got until the halfway point before I totally write him off. Okay, thank you. I say give him a chance because he seems. He seems cool. He seems like he's trying. Oh, he seems a great guy. He's, he's trying. But had he crashed twice, we would have written him off. And Mick has crashed twice this year. I mean, he didn't do great last season either. But we haven't written him off. So are we not judging? Are we not? Are people... Right. He did do I think if has done... If Haas had the same car this year as he did last year, I would have written him off. Him and Kevin. But they've got a car that can perform. Yeah, but Mick still isn't performing then. If he's He was nearly in the points in Spain. I know. But yeah, again, that was nearly. Joe has points, Katie. I know. What is Mick? Yeah, exactly. It's Mick. <laughs> but Shogun Yu has points. He's proven that you can get points. Mick's not got any points. I mean, he's doing better than, than Latifi. So. I don't know. Latifi's not crashed his car and broken it in half twice. But Latifi's 21st in a 20 man grid. That's true, actually. I mean, I think Mick's 19. Latifi is at risk. I think we are all aware of this. Especially when his engineer told him to follow Alex because he might learn something this week, which I think is harsh. I don't think Latifi will be here next year. I don't either, but that's sad because I like him as a person. Yeah. He seems sweet. He does. He just can't drive. And that's fine. That's fine. Well, Put him into like because he's one of like he's one of the he is a driver in Formula One. He clearly can drive, unlike me who can't drive. Like literally can't drive. Questionable whether he can drive or not. Just put him in something else. Just put him in the it's British touring cars, or I mm, probably would have put him in Indy car, but extremely. I mean, McLaren. McLaren's went and bought. Daniel, a Formula E team, so like Williams could do the same. Yeah. Do you know what though? I could see Latifi in extreme meeting because he lives in Canada, so he's used to driving on snow. It snows a lot in Canada. Yeah, but I don't think all of Canada's like that. 
Yeah, but he must have visited other places. I know he's from Toronto. Is, is he from Toronto? He must have visited other places. Canada's a big place. Yeah, I suppose it is. But how anyway. do we spell in Formula E? Yeah. Or e-scooting. You could go in e-scooting. Free enough e-scooting. Hey, you <laughs> I just think it'd be a good time. Um. Anyway. I think Mick's. I think Mick has another year to prove himself, and then I think yeah. he's dropped if he doesn't do it because there's good drivers in Formula Two. They could be having his seat. I mean, you look who's coming through the Ferrari Driver Academy. There's Arthur Leclerc, who's an insane, just like Charles, just an insane driver who did like fifteen overtakes in one race to go from like back to the front. Yeah. There's. Who else in this drive? I get confused because Prema has drivers from all the academies, and I always get confused over who drives for what academy. I just know our full class in the Ferrari driver academy, but it's like because this is why Pierre's seat might be at risk as well. And Yuki's, but I think they might keep Yuki for another year because he's performing really well. Yeah, I think Pierre will get a seat elsewhere. Well, you'd hope. I mean, we've just got to wait till silly season. Depends who's retiring. Silly season's starting already. Well, yeah. I've not actually got onto that bit. Are we still? Are we should still be on the the Monaco Grand Prix review because I have you. No, it's all right. Were you watching the Grand Prix? You watched it, right? Yeah. At what point did Kevin Magnussen retire? Or no idea. Because. The clip that I saw, it was mixed crash, and then it just panned to Kevin Magnussen coming out of his garage. Yeah, I've, I don't know when Kevin retired. I know he had an issue with his engine not getting. One minute he was there, and then one minute he wasn't. So. Is that? Yeah, I'm good. Right. Come here then. What? Come here then. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Come here then. No. I'm on anti duties just in case we're leaving this in. My nephew's just left. I'll leave it because it's quite cute. Um, why did Alex Albon retire? No idea. Did F1, whoever the race, like, did the TV crew just decide not to show things that were important? Because Monaco is not. It's not. High, then. You don't really see anything. I still think this is why they haven't reached a deal on the Monaco Grand Prix. I think they need to sign the rights over to someone a bit better. This is my... See, I also think... I've got. I've made myself a little conspiracy theory. The reason Ferrari messed up their, their strategy was because they were bribed by the Monaco Principality. So Charles couldn't win, therefore F1 would want to sign another deal so Charles, Charles can finally win a home race. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's definitely not that, but that's what I think. And then, I think they won't get rid of it. No, I don't they, think they'll get rid of it. They won't get rid of it. They just they need a better TV company to take that over, whether it's Sky, whether it's 
whoever, but whoever's got it at the minute, it's... It was just insane. The cameras were breaking up as well. Mm-hmm. It was not great coverage. And I mean, we've had questionable coverage before this season, but that was terrible. And it's like, you'd hear Sky reporters say, oh, we're going to go on, we're going to see this. And then it just wouldn't be that, that they were showing. And there wasn't really a lot of like on board. There wasn't a lot of helmet. And now I hate helmet cam. I hate it. It makes me feel sick. But there was a lot of helmet cam. They brought drones to Spain. I'm assuming Sky has the rights to that. Or whoever it is that has it. And then obviously there's no, like no drone footage at Monaco, but I guess I'm just trying it out in Barcelona. But I hate drones. I mean, that made me feel sick as well. But you know what I mean? At least there were trying something else bizarre coverage it was so bizarre and they barely went to the pit wall I think because the pit wall I was going to say because the pit wall's inside but that shouldn't really matter no because at least it'd be dry it's not like they'll get rained on the pit wall's not a pit wall in Monaco they're like pit rooms Mm. It's a bit weird. Yeah, because the garages are over three stories as well. So mechanics are having to carry bits of car up and down. Mm-hmm. Is that? And then my final point for the race was the Alonso train, where you can just see the first six drivers on one half of the track and everyone else just stuck behind Fernando Alonso, who, in fairness, ruined Esteban Ocon's chance of getting points because if they'd have told him, speed up. Which actually, it's not Alonso's fault. It's his engineers for not telling him to speed up fast enough. Yeah. Because if they'd have said, like, 10 laps before the end or whatever, get a shuffle on, because we need to get this five-second penalty off of Ocon's time so he can still finish and get points, I'm sure he would have done. But Just a bad weekend for all. I think it was... Uh, I give it to Lando Norris that he came six and got his... The fastest lap as well. Yeah. Where did Danny Rick finish? 13th, 12th, 13th, 14th. Not terrible, especially after Zappa. I mean, it was like up near the point, but I think Pierre got past them. And... But then there's another conspiracy theory the McLaren boys aren't in the same car. I don't know if they're not... I think they're in the same car. I just don't think they've bothered to set up Daniel's car the way he wants it set up. I don't think they're listening to his feedback and instead they're framing it as him being difficult and then they're going to... This is why they've bought the Mercedes Formula E team to shift him into that. But it's clear... I don't know what people are going to think when I say this. Not that we really get feedback on, on the podcast. People just listen to it, but... I... It's very clear that Lando is the favourite at McLaren. Now, I get their first drivers and their second drivers. I get that. But even in their social media, you can see the clear favourite. They just posted a load of Rick pictures today. They did, but I think that's because they know. I just don't know what's going on. Because in fairness, their social media team will have to check everything with their social media manager, so... That's that. I don't know. It's just something's not sitting right with me. I feel like they're trying to get rid of him. Zach wants an American driver in. I know, but they're not chuffing American team. British team. 
I mean, I know Danny Rick's not British, but do you know what I mean? It's it's why Zach keeps going to see Colton Herter at his races. And um, award. What's his name? Peto. Battle. Peto. I've got an. I can't even remember these things. He signed to. The other one until 2025, whatever he races in, has gone out of my head. But then that Colton Herter, he might get a seat with Andretti. Do you know what I mean? I think he, and I'm sure he said, I think Herter has said that, that he wants to join Andretti. I don't know. I just, I'm not Some, really Something's it. fishy at McLaren. And it's starting, the smell's starting to come out. What it is, is that Lawrence Stroll owns a bit of McLaren, so they're trying to get rid of Daniel to put Lance in there. Daniel to Aston Martin, then? Well, they are, Stroll is trying to sell Aston Martin, and my my theory is very long-winded. Okay. Pierre goes to McLaren. Mm-hmm. Danny Rick... Goes to Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. Seth goes to Alpha Tauri. And then who else was involved in my theory? It was very long. No, that, that works, but I'm sure that I had other options as well. I think the places where I think Danny Rick will go. No, I was wrong about my theory, but you go first. I think if he has to go, if they're to end his contract, because I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're trying to get the, the clause in the contract tuck him out. The drivers like the way Zach Brown did. He will go back to Red Bull in an Alpha Tauri, which fair enough. We'll get to see Red Bull Danny Rick again, or he'll go back to Alpine if Alonso retired. I see him going to Alpine because they want Piastri in. Mm. They're desperate to get Piastri in that car because they know they'll lose him. If they don't find him a seat, he's going to leave their driver training programme and everyone wants him. We'll just need to wait and see. I've corrected my theory now anyway. Lewis retires at the end of the season. Pierre's going to Mercedes. Yep. Danny Rick's going to um, Alpha Tauri. Seb's going to McLaren. And then Pierre's going, uh, not Pierre, Mick's going to Aston Martin. And then Hassa bringing in um, Fittipaldi. I can't see Seb in a McLaren. <laughs> Just for the bands. He's driven at most of the teams. Maybe you want to give them a go. Yeah. Or he could retire and then we get Oscar Piastri in a McLaren. Or Alonso yeah. back at McLaren. Could we see Danny Rick in a has? Maybe. He was in talks of Ferrari. And then a Ferrari engine. <laughs> he could go to Haas. Kevin Magnussen could go to McLaren. Kevin's there next year. 
Oh yeah. Oh, but I don't see McLaren wanting Mick. And I don't see Mick wanting McLaren. Mm. The only places I think Mick will go is Ferrari or Mercedes. That's where his dad was. I don't know though. Maybe he didn't want to be like his dad. Maybe he's fed up with everyone being like, oh, he's not living up to your dad's standards. Maybe he thinks, fuck it, I'll just... Join Red Bull. Yeah, go somewhere else. Mix and then Alpha Terry next year. Danny Haas. And Pierre at McLaren. Cracked up. I mean, it is silly season, so... And we know it started early with Checo announcing his new contract. Not that they couldn't get away with not announcing it after he said to Christian Harder, should have signed so early. But that could have been taken two ways. That could have been him leaving. Well, yeah, because I said, what if it, I said to Jonathan, what if it means he left and signed somewhere else? He went, nah, he went and left. But Red Bull wouldn't... Him and Max worked too well together for them to get rid of him. Especially after Spain, when he got annoyed and said, we'll have to talk about this. I think that's when you knew that it was in contract negotiations again. Mm-hmm. Because you can imagine that if he's going to be there, he'll still want a chance at getting a WDC. As much as Joss hates that. Well, he's now 15 points within the lead, so... And Horner said, not a real amount. I mean, you know what Horner's like, but... Could we see Checo's WDC this year? Uh, well, I could, but I also really want it to be Charles. But then I also kind of want it to be everyone. Like, there's not someone that I'd be upset about getting it. I'm just... Why are you playing that face? Because you don't want Lewis to get it. Don't want Lewis, Latifi, Lance. Oh, come on. Latifi's sweet, though. He would need to learn not to put his car in a wall before he got a WDC. So just Mick then. Exactly. Oh, we've only got 10 minutes left. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've just got to TikTok. Oh, we're on TikTok now. Oh, we're doing so well on TikTok. Lots of lovely yeah. friends. Well, I mean, we've got 35,000 views, which is viral to us. So, yeah. To us, it's viral. Yeah, we're doing so well. Around 1,300 peoples at the moment. Peoples. Subscribers. I mean, subscribers are people, so. So if anyone's listening to the podcast from TikTok, hello. 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 We're on 1301 now. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Um... <laughs> um... And then I've just got Song of the Week, Katie. Do you know, I've not even thought about it. As always, I have not thought about it. Standard. Let's do... Hmm. This is hard this week. Because there's no race, so there's nothing, like, to base it around. What could we do? God save the Queen. <laughs> That's a joke. That was a bit much. Platty <laughs> <laughs> jubes. So platy jubes. Well, why don't we choose a song by Queen? 
Oh, that's a good idea. What about We Are the Champions? <laughs> or Another One Bites the Dust? Or You're My Best Friend? Oh, thanks. Or The Kick Song of the Week is literally anything by Queen. Queen Essential playlist on Apple Music is this week's Song of the Week. Okay. For the Platy Jubes. For the Platy Jubes. We love the Platy Jubes. If you're English or Scottish or if you like the Queen, Katie loves What about the Welsh and the Northern Irish? The Welsh and the Northern Irish. Anyone that has the Queen as the head of state and gets to celebrate the Platy Jubes, we hope you have a lovely Platy Jubes. Have a lovely barbecue if you're having a barbecue. Have a lovely afternoon tea if you're having an afternoon tea. We're having a garden party tomorrow, which I won't be at. I'm going to a wedding. Oh, yay! Party tubes wedding. Yeah, I'm going to a wedding. Um, have a lovely time. Don't drink too much. Wear your sun cream in the sun if it's sunny where you are. Don't make a fool of yourself. Yeah. Don't do anything that I wouldn't do. I don't think there's much that you wouldn't do. Yeah. That's very true. We won't get into it in here. Happy platy tubes. Ju- ju- Happy platy tubes. Happy platy tubes. Oh. Oh, next week we could do a run up to Silverstone because there's nothing on next week because there's no race there's it the week Baku's next week I think but but nothing will have happened this week so we could talk about what we've been up to to prepare for Silverstone all right bye guys bye bye